Well, welcome back here with Joel and Sam, part of the Simply Strong podcast. Um, we want to dive into a bit of chat today about getting strong as you as you age. You know, we we work. If you don't know what we do, we work with a lot of people who are sort of um, we're not old, but in the older demographic. You know, we're not we're not often working with people who are twenty to thirty years old. Typically, the you know thirty five plus forties, fifties, and sixties, even up to you know we've got some who are in their late seventies, but. Typically, we work with a bit of an older demographic in the gym. We, we, we thought we wanted to talk about the narrative that we see a lot, which is, um, you know, sort of how to be strong for life and, and what does that mean? You know, we talk about that a lot, this idea of being strong for life, being um, resilient, being capable as you get older. And, and a lot of the clients we work with and the people we work with and the people we talk to and sort of why that matters to us and why we think that's an important thing. And also why, you know, we think there's a lot of people who actually maybe aren't doing that. Um, and sort of the benefits of that. So, yeah, I guess we want to dive in there. Uh, I don't know, is there any like anything specific that you want to kick off with? But I guess may- maybe the first thing is just like, what do we actually mean when we talk about strength? It's probably mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Like, I think when you talk about strength, a lot of people like um, that, that are listening to this will probably think, oh, bodybuilding, you know, bodybuilding powerlifting, big weights, you know, guys with tats like Joel, all that sort of nonsense. That's <laughs> no, not nonsense, but no, that's what they true. think, you know what I mean? Like they, they think yeah. powerlifting, thinking heavy metal music or in the gym, looking at themselves in the mirror, getting a pump and sort of screaming and yelling mm. and dropping weights. That's what people seem to picture when you talk about weights mm. and strength well, training. I think heavy metal music is fantastic, number one. So just in case you're listening to it. Um, Sure. But also, I think really from what I've seen is if I think about that demographic and that older demographic, it's very much kind of that, that you know, that bodybuilding look. Yeah. That's the only thing like, I don't want to be a huge, massive, mm. juiced up bodybuilding thing. And I think that's what the narrative that people have and the, and the imagery that people have. And often that's when they do come into our gym, like Sam said, we do work with an older demographic. And I'd personally like to dive in and say that when we started, it's been interesting, the evolution. We didn't start in this space wanting to work with an older demographic. That's not what we yeah. really wanted to do. We didn't go, me and Sam didn't sit down and we like, this is our demographic. Yeah. It kind of just naturally happened. Yeah. And the way it kind of happened was, we had a few older clients and they came to us in pain, knee, back, hip, shoulder, you know, et cetera, fill in the blank. Mm. And then from there, we work with them over a period of time. We adapted our, our approach and we were able to take them from being quite fragile, I would say, quite mm. fragile, um, you know, not very robust, not able to, to, to handle the physical stresses of life. And then from there working with us yeah. and the way we coach, I guess, and our approach, we were able to take them out of pain. Yeah you know, to big milestones such as push-ups, yeah. chin-ups, yeah. full squats, yeah. actually putting on muscle. And I think from there, it kind of morphed into, obviously, like it's like a domino effect. Their friends were like, yeah. hey, that's pretty cool. This is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> My friend who's 60 plus is doing push-ups and chin-ups and squatting and deadlifting and yeah. arty yelling yeah. and all these kinds of things. To, shout out to Maggie. Yo, ho, ho, ho. You know, all these things that we see, quote unquote, like younger people doing in sure. the gym. Yeah. And my friend <clears throat> who's 60 whatever is doing that. And to be fair as well, doing it better than most people do at the gym when they're 18, 20, 100%. 25, you know, doing it with better quality, better movement, oh, better yeah. technique. Yeah, we've been dubbed the old person's gym by some, which at first we were sort of like, nah, we want to be, you know, we want to be, we're not old. But to be fair, it's actually really cool because you're right. There's a, that, that, that what you said before about physical stresses of life, I think is, um, 
yeah, it's like that that matters. And it's, it's interesting because I remember, you know, if we look at just hit, hit fitness culture, CrossFit was a big component of this. It was sort of, I think, you know, you talked about bodybuilding there and mm. people saying, you know, I don't want to be a bodybuilder. That, I think, in and of itself is when people started to realize that there's more to, to the gym than aesthetics. So it's mm. like, well, how can I train for, you know, quote unquote function um, and, and I guess daily life and just in quality of life, mm. let's call it that, you know? And so CrossFit did hit on that and for a long time, it sort of led that conversation and there's still a lot of good benefits there as well. I think one of the methodologies that's done it best is CrossFit, Mm. you know, outside of the performance realm when you got the CrossFit games and that sort of thing, Mm. which that's a whole thing. Yeah, that's not necessarily necessarily the the pure methodology that CrossFit started with. Mm. It started with this idea of improving quality of life and using the gym as a place to build that which I think is really good. Mm. And that's sort of what we run mm. with now. It's like, well, we want to work with quality of life. And that looks like so many different things. That looks like having cardiovascular health. It looks like losing weight. It looks like getting stronger. It looks like moving better. It's all, you know, I thought about this the other day and for a long time, I even thought myself, like, we're not a weight loss gym. Like, and we don't parade to be because we don't necessarily specialize in that field. But what we do specialize in is helping people discover Health-seeking behavior. Health-seeking behavior. That's what's at the that center. That should be on a shirt. That, yeah, that's what. Put that's, that on a shirt. That's at the center, right? Because while we don't mm. say, "Yeah, we're going to help you with nutrition," we have clients. So I have a client who's lost eighteen kilos. It's fucking, yeah. And I haven't. All we've done is I haven't given her a special diet plan. I've just I've just talked to her about options and availability and health-seeking health-seeking behavior. What's going to be good for you, right? She's this this same client had suffered from. Uh, this is a really big win. So she suffered mm. from rheumatoid. Rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis. She suffered from, and her rheumatologist told her she'll um, she'll never be able to run again. She basically has to give up all sports. She won't be able to do any of these things. And uh, now I've you know when I first started working with her, this is October last year, so we're in May now. When I first started working with her, she couldn't put any weight on her wrists for a push up, like nothing, just mm. hurt too much. Mm. Now she's out here pressing weight overhead. She's got no pain in her wrist. Her knees are great. Mm. She had hip pain. She doesn't really have hip pain anymore at all. Mm. And we've overcome all these things. She's running on the treadmill, like jogging on the treadmill, Huge like win. on and off. Like she's doing heaps of bike and she's lost you know, 17, 18 kilos and she's not having sugar cravings anymore. So it's like, there's all these wins tied mm. up in just health seeking behavior, just ticking boxes of mm. like, just finding ways mm. to live a healthier and also a sustainably healthy mm. life. But that, yeah, I don't know. I know that's sort of off the point a bit, but I guess that's... Well, I think it, it, it goes into it, the point because yeah. health-seeking behavior is really what it's about. And especially because we're trying to really speak and, and highlight our kind of what we've quote-unquote become known as is the, the older the old people gym. gym. Even though, again, we do have younger members. I mean, I'm bald. You're like 50, so... <laughs> no, but it's like... We have got younger members here. Don't get don't get us twisted. Like we do have younger members, mm. but I would say the core group that makes up our demographic and our membership base is older um, client uh, members because of again, it's that thing where we've been able to really focus on like quality of life, health seeking behavior, mm. helping people that have never come into a gym, never stepped foot in a gym, never lifted a weight in their life, mm. you know, mm. and taking them from, you know, maybe being a little bit frail to now being robust. You know that's it. I mean? That's it. Robust is a really good way because I think that's, we did a podcast on this. This is the one before, I think two podcasts ago we did one. Mm. We won't go into it now, but there's a narrative around sort of like, as you get old, you should be frail. You can't run. Mm. You can't do this. If you get sore, go to the physio or go to the chiro, get a crack, 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 get a massage. 
you know, and do, the cycle repeats. Do some more glutes, you know, all all about the glutes. You we know. did a little eyebrow race. Just, then, yeah, by the just way. Yeah, like, quote unquote, on. focus on the glutes or whatever. There's a narrative there, sort of like around rinse and repeat. You're fragile, you're old. Accept that you're going to mm. be in pain, and we just don't subscribe to that because mm. we've got clients who couldn't run for eight years, and you know, because of knee pain, we're told again, we're told by doctors. Eight years ago, you'll never run again. And got an just MRI. Just give up. Had MRIs, had scans, saw specialists, was told, you'll never run again, just give it up. And now he's back to running. And all, he, all we did with him was just work with him on his con- in his context. We took mm. it slow. We answered the questions he had. We worked with him to understand how to get stronger. You know, And we didn't do anything crazy. Um, but he's back running again, four or five kilometers you know, without pain. No mm. pain. Like, he hasn't had mm. knee pain. And it's mm. like... You've got people, yeah. So that's that's another podcast, but it's like there's this narrative of like you know you're a piece of glass when you got old. You just have to accept pain, and that's true to an extent. You know the body. We all know the body breaks down with age, but a lot of people give in too early. And so what we found with a lot of our clients is that they come to us with these challenges and these problems that they can't seem to find a solution to, and and we've been able to see a lot of cool results mm. just from getting stronger. And I know we've sort of weaved our way through here, but that's what strength is for us. Strength isn't just lifting weights. I guess for us, strength is the ability to um, overcome those challenges, and you know, in a in a in a in a scientific sense, it's the ability to produce or resist force. Mm. But that looks like so many different things for mm. us. It's like when you get in the car and you and you turn with your back to bend down into the car. I've heard of people who get in and out of the car and they hurt their back. Oh, yeah. There's a level of strength required there because you're resisting the force of gravity when mm. you turn your spine and you bend over. Mm. Same with like, you know, you have people all the time where I bent over to pick something up at a work. Box or something. I picked up my child, I picked up my grandchild and I hurt my back or I picked up a box mm. and I hurt my back. That's That's not... That's not weak glutes. Like, mm. <laughs> like it might be, it's probably just like that you're weak in general, you know? Mm. And, and so there comes a time where you need to maintain that strength because mm. you've lost it over time. Well, I saw this, no, you're right. I saw this great quote once and um, I've always stuck by, like I've always been in my mind. There was a guy that I follow and he's in his like late 50s, 60s. And this dude is really, really, really strong, really jacked, does a lot of gymnastics and weightlifting. And he was told like he was talking about he was asked about age you know how is he able to maintain the physique the energy levels the training levels and he said he's like yes look you do slowly um it's harder to recover but he said i think the big thing is we've been fed this this narrative these conversations that it happens faster than it really does you will become weaker fast or you'll deteriorate quote unquote like it's all downhill from 35 yeah like it's all well you know once you pass 50 where this guy was kind of saying and there are other examples of no it really is a lot 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 slower than you think well i think it's not it's that slow it's that you can actually delay this by by dramatically by by putting your body under the right amount of stress because we know like scientifically like stress creates adaptation and it's mm. not like you're necessarily always going to be PRing and getting, mm. you know, getting stronger till you're 90. Mm. Like there will be drops in strength compared to what you maybe what your potential would be at 20. But mm. and that's the thing, it's potential. It's not what you were. It's like what you maybe potentially had the the you could have done at 20. Mm. Like yeah, I'm definitely like I'm 27 now. And if I was at my absolute peak strength if now, you were 18 again. Yeah, well, and you had the same training knowledge. It would be you know. Yeah, essentially, yeah. It's like if I was my peak strength now. 
that I could possibly be, like maxed out my potential for strength, chances are I'm not going to be able to maintain that till I'm 40. That doesn't mean though that if it's you're, be if you're 40 dip. now and you haven't done training that you can't be getting stronger still. Like mm. that Maggie is a great, she's 60, 64, 63, mm. 64. One of our clients, Maggie, she's never really been into the gym and so she doesn't know maybe her potential was better if she was to train 30 years ago. But she's stronger than she's ever been now because she's put the work in mm. now. And so she's she's essentially delaying that because she's putting her body in that environment where it's the right mm. amount of stress. You know, we're, we're not crushing her like a CrossFit athlete. We're just putting her in enough stress to actually allow her body to keep getting mm. stronger, to keep those adaptations, to keep her bone density, to keep her joints strong, to keep her muscles strong. And she's out there playing mm. golf, you know, twice a week. She's in here at the gym Running, two or three times moving. a week. She's moving. She's strong. She's stronger than most of her friends when she's gone away and she's had mm. to hike or walk. Like, it's just about maintaining that, that robustness mm. and having that physical capability mm. to handle the things you want to do. That's what it's about for us. It's like, you want to, you know, you're, you want to go outside and you want to go on a hike with your kids. Like, mm. you have the physical capability to do that. It's not about coming to the gym and smashing weights, smashing tin putting on heaps of muscle mass and eating heaps of protein and doing your chicken and rice. Like that's not, Mm. that's not the strength that we talk about. Mm. We talk about strength in the sense of you want to be able to just live life on your terms, Mm. be pain free, Mm. be strong, feel robust, feel like you can actually handle. Perform. Yeah. Live life. Yeah. Live on your terms. On your terms. That's exactly it. Like how many people we've spoken to and you know, they, they like we have clients that we've had come through and they've got, they get told by their Cairo specialist, You've got weak this, you've got weak that. And they sort of allow that to, to limit them. It becomes a limiting it's belief. It's a mindset. It's, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a thing that they, it's a story that they're like, oh, That's well. That's it. And it stops them from doing what yeah. they want to do. It stops them from enjoying the life they want to live and being mm. able to get out there and just like, like, you know, I'll toot my horn. Just give me, allow me that. I ran a half, half marathon last week. Mm. The plan was to train longer for it. But I was just like, stuff it, I'm going to send it. I just did it. like, And I hadn't done anything over like 15Ks. And I was you know, I'm just going to go. I don't want right. And anyway, you're only training like I definitely a wasn't week. prepared as most people would be or as I'd like to be. But having the strength and the prerequisite of strength allowed me to set out and do that because there was a certain amount of physical capability and resilience that my body had. It didn't make it easy. It still hurt. But, but, but the point is... If you just go through life and, you, and you're able to maintain and build that robustness, mm. it means that if you wake up on a Saturday and your family's like, hey, we're going to go down and do a walk down for the beach. We're going to walk up a couple mm. of kilometers. You can handle that. You know, mm. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go for a bushwalk with my kids, you know, my mm. grandkids. I'm going to go out. I'm going to do a bit of a hike. Ride a bike. I'm going to ride a bike. You actually have mm. the physical capability to do those things without worrying about oh, my back, my hips, mm. my knees. Mm. Because, and you're not going to regret it for the days later because you're going to be on all sorts of pain. Because you've built this physical robustness, mm. you know, you've built this, this, like you said, this body that can handle the stress of mm. life. That for us is what strength and having strength for life is about. That's right. That's right. And, and again, going to something more extreme to talk in the Sam as well, because it just came to mind. I, I, I'm following a, a guy on, on a social media platform. He's 76, 76, Huge. 74 to 76. He just deadlifted like 250 kilos, right? He's a power lifter. He squatted, I don't know, it was like 200 something kilos and benched some, I don't know, something ridiculous. Don't know the exact numbers, but it was something redonkulous. And I saw a thing and he had, he only started training when he was like in his late thirties. Now he's, he's trained from that period of time all the way till his, you know, mid seventies. And he's still going to a gym, still Still putting up. Hard numbers and guys half his age are like good grief, right? There you go. Now, 
I think I've shared him with you in the yeah, past. Yeah, I know yeah, the guy. And you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my good grief. Yeah, now, it's ridiculous. This that's, guy, yeah. More of an extreme example, but my point being is from his late 30s till 70, he's kept at it and look what he can do. Yeah. Now, most people would say, this guy's 70. There's no way he could do that. Yeah. I always go back to the, the fact, and I will always die on this hill, it's you will... Age will become less of a limiting factor, you know, the more, again, you, the more stress you put on yourself. And it's not as a big limiting factor like, oh, well, they're this age now, they can't be strong. It's, again, that whole, you won't deteriorate, quote unquote, your body won't slow down um, half the time that you think it's going to. So most people think it's going to slow down super dramatically. It's like, no, no, you can really, to use Samsonite, you can really delay it more than you think. Yeah. If... You place that. It's just about stress. looking after your body as well. That's I mean, it. You made, you know, we talk about this idea of sort of trading health for wealth, or you know, and this idea of um, uh, what do we talk about? Just like, uh, like your body is an investment. You know, your health yeah. is an investment. And the the unfortunate thing in some aspects is that we live in a world today where people want easy solutions for their health. So, you know, we'll do silly diets and we'll do, you know, four-week challenges to try and drop a few kilos. And they're not necessarily wrong, but the reality is if you want to actually delay and have a healthy body and maintain that and then still be 70 and feeling good and moving well and just have a high quality of life Mm. with, you know, trying to reduce your level of morbidity or illness or sickness... That's going to come through a long-term investment. That's not going mm. to come through a four-week diet or, mm. or, or a freaking lemon juice detox. I don't care. Like, it's not going to happen through that. It's going to come through the, the, the long-term game of committing to that health-seeking mm. behavior mm. in the long run. It doesn't mean you need to change your whole world overnight. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, you know, I've been doing it so wrong. I've got to change my world overnight. Like, we get it, but that's not the answer. The answer is play the long-term. Mm. You might be listening to this. You might be 50 where do you want to be in 20 years? When you're 70, what can you do now that's going to maybe start to impact when you're 70? Mm. If you're 30, what can you do now that means you're still going to be moving and strong and capable when you're 45 or mm. 50 years old? Mm. Like, like that's the mindset that you've got to carry. Mm. It's like, how can I invest in my, you know, in my health now? But we made the, we made the, we talked about it once, you know, this idea of shares mm. and like, when you buy shares, you don't buy shares expecting that two weeks later. Maybe, maybe you do. I don't know much about the stock market. No, but, but it's long-term yeah, yeah. shares. Like if you're talking to fund, you know, index funds and things like that, you invest now for 40 years time. You know, you buy a house now and then in 40 years time, you know that that house will be worth more. You don't buy it now thinking I'm going to flip this house, sell it in two weeks time because the, yeah. the, the value is not going to change. You haven't actually mm. invested anything in that. Your health is the same. It's not going to change in four weeks' time. Mm. You can do a lot in four weeks. Let's not let's not take that away. Like we don't want to discredit people who put the hard work in, in mm. the short term. But mm. reality is, if you want to build a robust and healthy, you know, um, body and 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 kind of have that quality of life that's going to expand, you know, well into your sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, whatever. It's get, it's a long term investment, and but mm. it's got to start now. Mm. You know, the earlier you start, the better you're gonna be. Mm. So like, don't write yourself off when you like you were saying. Don't write yourself off when you're thirty or forty, and you're thinking, oh, it's all downhill here. No, mm-hmm. like, put the investment. You got a in. long, a lot, a yeah. lot, a lot of years, a lot of decades years. of solid training and, and ahead. The more, yeah, and the more you can do now in terms of getting strong, getting out there, being active, eating right, whatever. Though that's going to add to that longevity, mm. you know? So I think that's really what it is. It's like, okay, well, what can I do now to invest in, in future me when I'm 10, and, 20 years older? And you're right because that is, and I think in society, what's, what's really, uh, it's slowly starting to change, I feel, but it is a very societal thing where it's like health. Anytime, like let's say the budget gets tight, 
prime example. This is like a big thing. If the budget gets tight, they say the first thing to go is the health stuff, 100%. the gym, yeah. the training, the da da da. It's uncomfortable, right? It's right? like and I don't like this. I'll stop paying for it. Well, it's <laughs> but I understand it. I understand it from a point of view, but it is really a thing where stuff kind of is like something happens, whatever. Oh, I'll just drop the gym. I'll drop this, and yeah. and I, I you know sometimes it does happen, but. It's often this idea of like, oh, it's my health, my whatever, that can be later. Where it's like, no, health is the pillar that everything is built on. If you want to have yeah. a successful career, you've got to be healthy to go to it. If you want to have a successful, successful, great, healthy relationships with people, well, you've got to be able to physically be there for them. You know what I mean? Mentally be there for them. Yeah. Health, your physical health is the thing that every single mm. thing is absolutely mm. And you also on. only get one of them, right? Like, well, that's it. Like you can buy your way out of illness, and you can have to a ten careers. Degree. You can have ten yeah, careers. Well, if you but, want. but what I'm saying is, you can buy yourself out of you know bad situations in terms of your health to a certain degree. But at the same time, it's like that's only goes for so long before there's too that's much it. going on, and that's your body it. starts to break down. It's like you only get one shot at that. Mm. So it's like again, it's look, it, and we're not shaming anyone for choosing you know prioritizing mm. things, but that's all it comes down to. Mm. It's like priorities. And mm. again, for us, the people we work with. They recognize my health is important and I want to invest in that now because mm. I recognize that I need to be stronger. I need, or, or I want to maintain my strength. Mm. You know, I want to move well when I'm 60 or mm. 70 years old. Mm. I want to be able to play with my grandkids. I want to be able to keep running when, mm. I, when I get older. I love running so much. I want to be able to keep doing it. I want to, you know, whatever, like whatever it is. The issue so only becomes an issue when it's an issue. What, I don't know what you mean. Like, <laughs> you lost I know, me on that, I know so. Some, I know some like, fit, like very specific examples to myself where health and fitness, um, um, we'll take some family members of mine and this is a recent conversation. I'm going to use my mum. Shout out to my mum. Love, love my mum. This big, is Dobby. Big friend. Um, so she even said to me, so recently she's been having a few things like, you know, because she's getting a little bit older and I think the reality of the situation has hit her. Like, oh, I can't do the things that I used to. And, she, you know, ever since I was a kid, she really um, enforced sport on me as a child, but she never focused on her health. Again, she wasn't an yeah. unhealthy person, yeah. right? But she never focused on her health. Mm. She even said it. She's like, no, I was focusing on my career. I was focused on raising you kids. I was yeah. focused on blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she never really focused on getting fit and strong. And yeah. only in the last, I would say, two to three years, she's been having a few things that have popped up. Yeah. And she recently said to me, you know, I never prioritized getting strong getting fit, being robust. When now she was like, now it's this big thing where I think it's kind of hit her. Mm. And she's like, oh, I have to really get fit. Now, mm. now she's trying to eat better. She goes to the gym. Shout out to mom, I'm going to the gym. That, that's a long, I've been that's in so her good. ear. I've been in her ear, right? That's she's going to the gym two to three times a week. She's coming to me now shortly for PT. But she even said to me, she's like, it's only until it wasn't an issue yeah like it was an issue it was an issue only when it became the issue yeah. and now she's like oh my good grief yeah yeah I need to do something about this oh I need to do yeah. something and, about and, this and, and that's like that's that's gonna happen but again it's like hey like it's gonna be harder now to do mm. that than it would have been to if you like, if you can acknowledge that 10 years ago or 20 years ago How that's many what years ago? even yeah. two years ago it's that's like, what she's saying yeah the, what they say that's the quote it's like the 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 best time to start was yesterday the second best time to start doing something is today yeah you know so it's like hey you may have missed the mark and you might be, you know, you might be thinking, I wish I'd done something sooner because now I'm sick or now mm. I'm unhealthy or now I'm overweight or now I'm, you know, got this pain. You know what? What can you do about it today? Like mm. just 
something simple, something easy. Mm. What can you do today? You know, like it's going to pay dividends in the future. Start putting that money in the bank. Start putting that money in the piggy bank. That's it. The piggy bank of health. Start saving those dollars. Contact us. You can reach out yeah, if you. We will help you. There's a shameless plug there. If, uh, <laughs> if you a, need help, we own a business. We got a plug. <laughs> this is how it is. We. This is what we do. But you that's just it. Help. That's just it. It's like, what can you do now? Start putting. Start investing in that long term. Mm. You know, because you know, like anything is better than nothing. That's like tier one for health. Is like do mm. something. Mm. You know, don't get paralyzed. Do something. Mm. You know, worry about the rest later. Pick something you can do. Go for a walk. You know, eat a piece of lettuce. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. You know, come come lift some weights with us. Even just yeah, send us a message and we can give you some help. Like whatever it is, do something. But mm. um, we're gonna have to wrap it up there now. If that's a, it's like it's okay with you. But yep. um, listen, guys. Yeah, like I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, guys. We love talking about this stuff. So if you do. You know, resonate with anything we said here and you either, um, you know, you want to do some work or you need some support or you're not sure where to turn, you know, uh, our gym here, the studio, the HQ, we're based here in sort of the, the northern Sydney suburbs in Thornley. Um, but if you're not around us, we've got online stuff as well. But if you're not sure where to turn and you do need some help, you know, reach out to us, um, send us a message or visit our website, www.peoplesgym.net.au and we'll be more than happy to give you some suggestions and advice on how to sort of take the next step towards you know, staying healthy, staying strong, staying mobile. And uh, yeah, we'd love to chat and offer you some free advice and give you some free stuff to get going. Otherwise, have a great time. We'll see you soon.